0: Hello, my name is Ethan Eulen. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Triad. I am Ethan Hewlin, and this week I have yet another very special guest and a pretty good friend of mine. Please welcome Gabby Foster. Gabby, hello.
1: Hi. <clears throat> Hi.
0: So listeners and Gabby, this week's topic is how mental health can be affected by exercise in a positive way. And Gabby, I chose you for this because you're probably the person I know that exercises the most out of pretty much anyone i know so can you tell me a little bit about what kind of impact that's had on your mental health
1: it, it's been pretty good um it's, it helps me more with like my anxiety and like the fear that i'm oh i i don't even know how to word it but like I view myself as like overweight and like really big and working out has actually helped me change my image of myself because I think if you can do this, then so can I. Mm -hmm. And I get so proud of myself when I accomplish what it is that I see other people do. Like a year ago, I couldn't do a burpee and now I can do like 10 in a row without dying. I also found out yesterday my max squat, was 50. Like I could do 50 squats in a row without feeling the burn. I could I could have continued doing squats, but I chose not to because I was cooking.
0: <laughs> Either way, I'm proud of you to be honest. That's more than I can do.
1: <laughs> Practice.
0: So, would I you, so Gabby, would you say that it's helped with I mean, has it helped um like, in addition to helping, like, your physical image, you say it helped your perception of yourself, too?
1: Yes, it did. Um, like, when I first started working out, I would wear, like, like short sleeve shirts and, like, really super long leggings. And I would always be, like, really uncomfortable because I'd be sweating and I wasn't wearing, like, pr- the proper stuff. Because I felt that that was like, too revealing for my body type. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that I'm at the gym, and I'm doing my own thing, and nobody really cares about what I'm wearing. I've seen other people wear only a sports bra and shorts, and nobody's harping at them for showing too much skin, so why couldn't I do the same?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I don't go to the gym wearing stuff like that, but I do wear stuff that is more comfortable to work out in. So I wear muscle tanks and I will go to the gym in shorts and I don't feel ashamed that I'm going to be wearing something that could be perceived as too revealing.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I personally, when I work out, feel like it's more about what you feel comfortable with than how other people view you. And I feel like sometimes people can let that prevent them from taking that step. Do you agree with that?
1: I can agree with that. But something you got to keep in mind is, is that at the end of the day, the only person that cares about what you look like and what you're doing when you're at the gym is yourself. Everybody else has music playing in their ears or they're with another person and they're doing their own thing. They don't care about some random person in the gym. They just think they're doing their own thing. And Mm -hmm. that's probably the best part of it.
0: I definitely agree. Like, at least in my experience, I'm usually more focused on what I'm doing than what other people are doing. Unless they're using, you know, um, a machine that I want to use or using the weights that I want to use. Other than that, I don't really care that much.
1: Now, see... I'm very good at interacting with the people at the gym, and I'm actually friends with quite a few people at my gym. I may not be, like, close with them, but if I asked them if I could, like, join them for part of their workout, they would totally let me, and they will talk and joke around with me the entire time. And that's actually something that I think is really cool, because if if they're doing something that you don't know how to do, if you do it, be confident enough to walk up to them and say, hey, could you show me how to do that? Because the chances are they're they will help you, they will show you how to do it, and they will get, take the time to teach you how to do things because it, at the end of the day they're all trying to help or they're we're all there to help each other out and mm-hmm. make each other be better people, like yeah, they're there for themselves to do their own thing, but they're not gonna shame you for wanting to learn something new,
0: yeah, and I feel like. Um, I mean, Gabby, do you agree that the fear of judgment could be a factor?
1: The fear of judgment is strong.
0: Well, from, like, people who you perceive as more in shape than you.
1: I don't think... I don't think of them as, like, judging me. I think of it more as they're encouraging me. Because I'm friends with some really small, really thin and fit people. And I ask them, like... One of my closest friends, um, her name is Bree, she and I just started interacting on a daily basis where we share the food that we eat with each other to try and keep it so that we're motivating each other to eat better. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a weird thing, but it's been working. It's been making me more conscious of the stuff that I eat, which I think is just as important as what you do in the gym.
0: Absolutely. Like, if you don't fix your diet as well as your exercising habits, like essentially what you're doing, like in you my can't experience, work it just away goes away. An
1: unhealthy diet.
0: That's what I was getting at. Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sorry, you're welcome. I bad habit. I'm sorry. You're fine. But, like, that's something that I'm realizing just now. Eighty percent, and this is what I've heard. 80% of weight loss actually happens in the kitchen rather than at the gym. Like, you got to eat right to work out right.
0: So, what are you doing to help with that?
1: It's a struggle. Um, I'm supposed to be on a more high-protein diet, so I can actually build more muscle. Mm-hmm. But... In the mornings when I have time, I like to make, like, scrambled eggs, and I typically will throw in a couple handfuls of spinach in that. And (laughs) the really bad part is I love cheese. It is my weakness in life. I will never be able to live without cheese.
0: I wondered when that would come up.
1: cheese, but I can have cheese in moderation, so, like, if I have a little bit of cheese in the morning, like, it it can only be, like, a little bit, like, a, like, an ultra-thin slice of cheese, rather than just, like, half the block, which is what I would typically do. The love of cheese is strong. Don't judge me. (laughs)
0: I'm not, I'm just saying I would never, I don't think I would ever eat that much cheese in a single sitting.
1: I could. I honestly could. You give me a bowl of melted cheese, I will just ask for cheese to dip it in. Wow. (laughs) But, um, so like, and instead of like white toast, or like white bread, I eat like multigrain, um, like wraps. Or, um, I have, like, multi-grain bread, and I will only eat, like, one slice of it. So if I ever do make, like, sandwiches, I don't have, like, really big sandwiches. I also try to cut out on, like, sugary sweet stuff. I, weird fact, I went really clean eating, and I did not eat any desserts. I did not drink any soda or anything, like, really sugary. And I actually found that my body did not like it after I went back to it after a certain amount of time. Like, I did not, I could not handle it. My body could not process it, and I felt really sick for, like, a week.
0: Yeah. My dad is the same way. My dad, like, cannot eat artificial sugar. It, like, makes him gag. That's how bad it is.
1: My grandfather can't eat chocolate, otherwise he'll get a headache. Wow. Not on the same boat at all, but it, in my brain, not my mouth. No filter.
0: So back to the topic at hand. Gabby, for someone who wants to... Um, well, the reason I'm talking about this is because, you know, it's the beginning of the new year. A lot of people's common... A common resolution for a lot of people is to go to the gym more often so they can get in better shape. So for those of, for those who are out there who don't exercise on a consistent basis, what would you recommend just for people who are starting out?
1: Starting out, I would actually recommend not joining a gym right away. Um, I would recommend just getting outside, um, go out for a run or find a playground and play on that. No kids going to judge you. Um, when I first started working out, I went to the gym consistently for like a month and then I was just paying for a membership and I didn't go there too often. I went there maybe twice a month. Mm -hmm. And what works for me that gets me through the gym doors every day is that my gym offers team training sessions. So it's the trainer, with like roughly five to five to ten other people. Ten is normally pretty high for our group, mm. and we do a hit workout, and we all kind of just like bonded over that. So I'm friends with just about everybody that goes to that uh, team training, but different things work for different people. If you're just starting to work out, I would recommend, like, do some things at home, like start light and do some squats, do some reverse lunges, um, push-ups, go outside, do some running. And if you find that those are activities and things that you really like to do, then I would recommend going to the gym. Um, I think New Year's Revolutions, great. You know, start working out. You know, get more fit. However, the problem is, and I was actually just talking with my trainer about this the other day, is that people will make it in their New Year's resolutions, oh, you know, get fit this year. But they think that the New Year's resolutions should be top priority. And they only stay top priority for a couple months. And then people will forget about it and they'll think, oh, well, I'll just do this later. I'll just do this tomorrow. When in reality, you have to make the goal that you're working on your top priority. You can't make the resolution. You got to make it the goal. So instead of New Year's resolution, I'm going to get fit, just say goal for the, goal for the week. I'm going to go to the gym twice a week. Make that your goal and work on that. I started going to the gym on April 1st. Joke to myself, but it's something that I laugh about. Laugh about. And it's one of the things that I just think is really funny and it helps me keep going in the doors. My trainer actually kind of, my trainer was talking with me and he told me that he kind of gets disappointed how every day or how, yeah, about how like every day in January, there's so many people coming in to start up gym memberships. And then two months later, they want to cancel them because they, you know, they're just not coming in. They don't see the point of it. Like you, you got to make it a priority. hmm Sorry that that went like really deep and really spielly. I
0: actually I actually want to go a little bit farther into it. What helped you make it a priority?
1: The people. I'm I'm very social. When you can get me into a social setting, I'm I'm what I would like to call myself a social larva. If you can get me out of my house and you can get me around people, I will be social around them. And. I was just randomly walking around one day. I was talking on Discord to a group of friends I just met, and I had asked them straight up, "Yo, should I join a gym?" And they were like, "Yeah, do it." And I asked them if I should go to the one that was closest to me at the moment because I was clear across town. And there were there's two gyms in my town. There is an Anytime Fitness, there is a Snap Fitness. The the Anytime Fitness was the one that I was closest to But the Snap Fitness was—it was in the general area of my life. It was where my work was, it's where my general home is, and they're like, "We'll just sign up to the one that you're closest to right now." So I signed up at Anytime Fitness per my friend's recommendation of just doing it, just wing it and go for it and see how see if it works. Now that worked for me because it—I go there five days a week. I spend max 15 hours a week at the gym, but, like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I've left it to a coin toss, because they could have said, no, just don't, you know, continue walking around town, but, you know, I enjoy it. The only real downside for me is that I walk everywhere, so it's a real hassle to try and walk across town in, say, an hour, to get to the gym on time, but I do it because I love it.
0: Hey, it's me, Eddie Meethan, back at you with another ad read. This week... It's all about the Patreon, because as you know, if you're a loyal listener, I launched that almost a month ago, and I really want it to be as big as it can possibly be, because I want to build a good community for everyone. Um, and you guys can talk to me, you can talk to each other, and just build a good mentally somewhat healthy community and hopefully improve along the way so if you want to join me and everyone else who's there you can join the patreon at one of three different levels you have the five dollar tier which just gains access to the discord server um you have the ten dollar tier which um allows for you get access to unedited episodes, you get end of episode shoutouts, and everything that I just mentioned. Going up one level from that, at the $20 level, you can get access to bonus content, which should be here pretty soon, so if you want that and be the first to enjoy it, feel free to join now patreon.com slash true stories pod. And now back to the show. So going back to like making you know your goals, like what um, what has worked for you in making your goals seem realistic and not just, I want to get in shape. Like what, what helped you make it specific?
1: Taking it one step at a time. <clears throat> my goals actually started out really basic, like get get in the door, you know, just walk in the door of the gym, just swipe your key, get inside. That was like my first goal, not, not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Like, every day, that is my first goal to is just get into the gym. And then my second goal is getting changed. Because I, like, I get there right after work, so I actually have to, like, change in my gym clothes. I'm not one of those people that just arrive. So it's, like, swiping the gym key, getting in the building, and then getting changed. And then it's finding an area That's comfortable to work out in, you know, like, I like a quieter little space. I don't like to take up, like, the whole area, even though I know that I can. And then just finding something. Just find something to do. If you don't know what to do, ask for help. They've got people there staffed all the time, I'm sure, at any gym you go to. There's always going to be at least one person there. And who knows, you might make a friend. Mm -hmm. But... For me, it's just getting there and then finding something to do. Like I like to start my my workout with like a jog or like a run. I am fat. I can't run, but I try to, and that's what matters to me. You know, I I don't go oh you know today's the day I'm gonna sprint a mile in like five minutes. I'm, I I think real. <laughs> Yeah, that that's what I say to myself, too, when I think that. Um, but I think today's going to be the day I run that mile in 13 minutes rather than 13 and a half. Little goals. When I first started going to the gym, I couldn't do a push-up from the toes. I couldn't do one single push-up from the toes. And now I can. I can do five before I, I'm like, I need a rest. Mm-hmm. But it's like the little things, you know, they matter. You know, you look at a weight and you think, you know, oh, I want to lift that, but it's too heavy for you. Grab grab the size that works for you. Grab the 15 rather than the 30. You'll work your way up to it, I'm sure. I, I did, literally. I started at a 10-pound weight, and now I'm doing 30s. It, it just takes time. Mm-hmm. It really does. It just takes time, time and motivation and so much effort. Every day, I wake up in the morning and think, ah, crap, I gotta go to the gym. And then after work, I think, yay, I get to go to the gym. Like, it it really has become my happy place so quickly, and I love it. I love it so much.
0: Yeah. And I think viewing it as something that you get to do rather than something that you have to do probably helps.
1: Oh, yeah. Mentality, the the way how you think, really impacts your whole day it impacts everything so like don't think of it as a chore don't think working out is a chore because it's not I think of it as like a gift like I get to do this I am awake I am breathing I can move all of my fingers and toes I can do a burpee I don't like burpees and it keeps coming up a lot, but I'm sticking with it because burpees are hard. I don't like them either. I, I was going to say, I don't know a single person who does, but I actually have a friend at the gym. He loves burpees and I am like, why? <laughs> Just why?
0: Yeah, that's a big old no from me. I've never liked running. I've always been more partial to like the strength training.
1: Oh, I love strength training. It is so much fun. I love feeling my muscles scream in pain and agony as I'm trying to lift a weight that is slightly above my skill level, but knowing I can handle it, it's the best. I love feeling the burn and just going, I can do this. Like it. There To me, there's nothing more satisfying than completing a workout. Yeah. And, like, completing, yeah. completing it 110%, doing it at your own pace.
0: Yeah, like, I, um, I work out after I get out of class. So, all the stress that I have put on myself for that day, I can just get it out of the way.
1: Now, see, my absolute favorite thing is if I'm really stressed because of work... I like to go to the purple area at my gym and basically it's just like this um it's this padded off area it's got a whole bunch of like turf on it and I just call it the purple area I love it but there's like a bunch of medicine balls and we have 10 20s and 30s and we have a bunch of 30 pound medicine balls and if I'm angry enough I will just completely ignore everybody and I'll go back to the area and I'll just throw the medicine balls to the ground as hard as I can. And my heart rate spikes up so much. Like it is probably one of the few things that gets my heart rate at above 100%. Um, I, I forget what it's called now, but it. And it's like it's a full body thing like you have to squat down you got to pick up the medicine ball and then you got to use your arm muscles to well your arm and your core to like lift it up and then throw it over your head. And it wears me out so easily and I'm not as angry afterwards, which also is a really big plus because I am a very hot headed person. I'm very, very not angry, but kind of like temperamental. Mm hmm. And the gym has helped me deal with some of that excess anger and it helps me get it out in a way that isn't rash. Like, I am one of those people that doesn't think before they speak. And that does get me into some trouble. But like, if I can just get to the gym and I can just do my own thing, like, I'm a lot calmer, I'm a lot easier to be around. The gym is just my happy place. I'm going to keep bringing that back up. I just I love it so much.
0: (laughs) And I'm happy for you that that is your happy place.
1: (laughs) I told my trainer that if they randomly see a cot in one of the changing rooms to just pay it no mind because chances are I'm trying to set up uh, a room in there. They just laughed at me. They're like, no, you need to go back to your own home. I'm like, you won't know if I'm secretly sleeping here it doesn't matter
0: it's fine
1: <laughs> they're, they're still saying no but I think I can persuade them
0: we will see
1: it'll never happen I just hope
0: so Gabby as we um, as we approach time are there any words of encouragement last minute things you want to say to anyone else who might be listening right now
1: If you ask me this question about two days, I will have, like, 30 different answers.
0: Just what comes to mind.
1: Like, don't give up. Like, it... Doing things for yourself is hard. Like, going to the gym has made me realize how very little I love myself. And it's helping me learn how to love myself. It's help, It's teaching me how to self-love, which I think is great. But you need to be, you, you need to be motivated enough to put the effort in. Because if you don't motivate yourself in some way, like, it's not gonna happen. It's not something you can just do for a week and go, oh, hey, everything's better, and then just drop it. Because Life doesn't work that way in any aspect of the world of your life. That just does not happen. Mm-hmm. If it does, let me know because I would love to change my strategy and just, like, do things differently. But,
0: uh... All right. Thank you, Gabby, for joining me. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. Those are zeros and the e's are threes. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at True Stories Pod. Gabby, where can we find you?
1: You can't.
0: <laughs> You're not the first person to say that. And that's perfect. I mean like fine. if you
1: ever try to find me on anything, chances are my name is going to be like Death Death Dragon or Death Dragons. And it is really debatable if I even have an account on that said social media platform. That's all right. If you can find me, good luck cuz I can't even find myself.
0: More power to you. <laughs> I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin and Gabby Foster signing off.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.